Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. It's our new Satellite Sisters series, Satellite Sisters, New to You. I'm Leanne Dolan. I'm here with my sister, Liz Dolan. Liz, explain what new to you is for people who are just experiencing this. Okay. If new to you is new to you, here's the story of new to you. We have hundreds of shows that many of you have never heard because you've come to Satellite Sisters in the last two or three or four years. I've, I've met some of you that you came to us because of the Outlander recaps or you discovered us from a Satellite Sister who recommended us just a few years ago. But we have shows going way back, all the, back into the previous millennium, frankly. Uh, so we thought we would, we wanted you to get a chance to hear some of what you've missed. Uh, so they're, they may be old shows, but they're new to you, Leanne. That's the concept. So that all spring, that's show. right. All spring on the weekends, we're going to be posting some of these new to you shows. Liz will be specially curating them as the kids say these days. So <laughs> don't worry. We're not just randomly picking these shows. These are excellent shows from our archives and they are new to you. And we're doing that, Liz, because we have a lot of Satellite Sister celebrations to get to this spring. We have a lot of things happening on the weekends and we know you do too. So we wanted to, we weren't going to be able to podcast, but we did want to be able to post some new shows. So this show coming up is an archival show, but it's new to you. And Liz, <laughs> speaking of Satellite Sister celebrations, we are celebrating our book, Satellite Sisters, You're the Best, a celebration of friendship. It's a great book of essays all about the importance of female friendships in our lives. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll want to pass along the copy of the book to your Satellite Sisters. And we also have a contest happening now called Satellite Sisters Celebrations, right? Yeah, Satellite Sister Celebrations is uh, our favorite thing is to see pictures of you and your friends celebrating friendship. You know, whether you're at a high school reunion or a high school graduation or a baby shower or a wedding or any kind of gathering where you're hanging out with the Satellite Sisters and Misters who mean the most to you. So just take those photos. You can post them to the Satellite Sisters Facebook group or to at Sat Sisters on Instagram, and just use the hashtag, hashtag SatSistersYTB, SatSistersYTB, and once a month, April, May, June, we will do a drawing, and one person from the Facebook group and one person from Instagram will win a copy of the book. So we just mainly... It's just a ploy to see your fun photos because it makes us so happy to see you out celebrating your friendships. That's right. So this is a Satellite Sisters new to you archival show and send us those pictures of your Satellite Sisters celebration. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. We 
are just a bunch of sisters tackling the world one cup of coffee at a time. I'm Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. Uh, joining us on the line, we don't hear from you too often. We're always thrilled when you're here. Sheila Dolan, also known as Annabelle Needle. Welcome to Satellite Sisters. Hey, sisters. It's great to be back. I feel like I can really, really spend some time chatting with you now that school is over. So All right. I'm here. All right. More on that to come. Also, cross town in Pasadena, California, uh, Leanne Dolan. How's everything on your end? Liz, if you hear um, deconstruction going on, it's because my husband decided to redo the bathroom. Really? DIY. What? So, yeah, yeah. He and Brooks. Your bathroom? Take... No, 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 no. Oh. The kids' bathroom. Oh, but right. still, it's the we're in the um, we're in the you know tear everything out phase. So. Oh. I'm hiding in the closet upstairs, and they've got, like, sledgehammers in the bathroom downstairs. So, just a warning. <laughs> well, demo, demo is the emotionally satisfying part, right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas, how's everything in Big D? It, it is all good. You know, we're very excited here in Dallas because there's a basketball team that's doing very well, and we're going to all about it. We're going to get to that during the Satellite Sister Sports Report, uh, <laughs> such as it is. But first, Sheila, okay, the end of the school year, you're a third-grade teacher. Are you? Have you exhaled now? Are you settling in for a summer of relaxation? How did the end of year go? Well, you know, it was a big year for me. Uh, I think it was a very successful year. Uh, the kids all had a good time. Culminating, really, I don't think I've talked to this about you guys, talked to you guys about my... Uh, Top Chef South America. Oh, yes. Oh. I heard a little bit about it. It sounded well, we like... we didn't hear how it finished. How did oh, it... Oh, it, it, was, it was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it it was... We divided the kids into, you know, 11 different sections. They were competing in a food competition, food and research. Um, and Can you say that, was, Sheila, you said 11 different countries? You sort of dropped out there for a second. I couldn't hear it. Yes, it was yeah. 11 different South American countries, Liz. Mm-hmm. And we divided up the two third grades into mixed teams. And they were responsible for memorizing some research, actually doing some schoolwork, and then coming up, cre- creating a South American dish to be judged. I mean, it was just fantastic. And did you have a panel of celebrity judges? Who did the judging? Well, the other third grade teacher was on the panel, and then our Spanish teacher was our celebrity judge. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> Ringer. Very Mexico, Sheila. I like it. All those endless hours of watching Top Chef really paid off because I think I had some very funny, uh, rep, you know, comments about the food, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, such as, um, wow, uh, I didn't realize empanadas. Did could contain raisins. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Okay. You or, and, you uh, and or, Tom Calicchio. <laughs> or other comments like fish cakes at 9 a.m. Bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> and Sheila, are these comments, were they also on their final report cards? Is that oh, no. Told? This is... It was all about me, basically. (laughs) And and what killed me, what absolutely killed me, I mean, the kids were fantastic. The parents were there. The kids, we bought white paper chef hats for all the kids. Oh, excellent. Uh, So they look great. They had their school uniform. They had their white chef hats. And then my co-teacher, after all is said and done, she said to me, 
you know, you're really good at this. You should do, you should, you should be doing some hosting of some kind. <laughs> did you, I, did you remind her in that moment you hosted a nationally syndicated radio show for many I years? I said, yeah, yeah, I got paid for it too. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. So uh, that was our big culmination. Uh, we packed up, we cleaned up. I gave the kids some uh, funny awards this year. My, I had a funny class, and they appreciated my sense of humor. So I kind of played on that for the end-of-the-year awards. Um, like what? Like what well, did you give out? I, I gave out awards. Each child got two recognitions. Um, things like calmest personality. <laughs> Is that is that what that what the subscript there, Sheila? Is yes, that yes. Didn't bother me. Did, didn't <laughs> right. That, okay. E- um, exactly. Exactly. Uh, most likely to work on a movie because this particular child, his entire frame of reference was basically R-rated violent movies. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. He's probably going to be very successful. <laughs> he will. He will be successful. Definitely. Um, you know, uh, excessive use of tape. One girl was <laughs> basically every time I turned around, she had a piece of tape either on her mouth, in her hair. She was taping things all year. <laughs> and then I gave them a scholastic achievement award as well. Okay. Um, so I each gave them a fresh pencil cause we had it. Trouble keeping track of pencils this year. Uh, there was a lot of stealing of pencils, a lot of pencil wars in my class. <laughs> okay, wow. And, it does sound like you had a big year. And I sent them home. And, you know, the great thing about working at a wonderful school like I work is the parents really show their appreciation um, in many different ways. And my most favorite way of, of feeling that appreciation <laughs> Is with, uh, gift, with the gift card. The gift yeah. card, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, did you get showered with gift cards? Oh, I got some good ones, Liz. Like what? I, I think you're going to get a little jealous when you hear about my gift cards. Well, the big gift cards, of course, after I had dropped all of my monthly salary on my last crate and barrel purchase, <laughs> yes. I got a crate and barrel gift card, Liz. All right. Oh. There's always it's more you can add to your collection. Did you put hints out that you want gift cards? I mean, do parents say, well, I'd like to get you something for the end of the year because you've been so lovely to my daughter who tapes herself all day long. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, do you suggest things no. to the parents? Or well, the, the word is well, out. The, well, the kids knew that I drank a lot of coffee and I wore a lot of scarves. So I got a lot of scarves as gifts, which was great. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That's and then, of course, the Starbucks gift card. You could eat an entire. You could eat three meals a day at Starbucks <laughs> if you, you have to. That's one, true. Yeah, you have that one really close to your house too, Sheila. I mean, there's the fruit and nut plate. Yeah. They have um, they have a new egg and, and cheese platter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. They have, of course, you, I feel guilty buying bottled water, but if you have a gift card, throw in a bottled water. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Besides, so this is your plan for the summer is to live on the gift cards? Well, I've already been living on the gift cards. In fact, I went down. I had 10 extra minutes on our last day of school. Uh, where, uh, I had already done my work for the committee meeting. So I ran down to Crate and Barrel, and I, and I bought 
I had spent the entire gift card in one 10 minutes. <laughs> Did you get a mirror? No, I got, um, what I got, Leon, I got some table linens. I got some candles, um, a new dish rack. Okay. Uh, in 10 minutes, you bought all of those things? Yes, a pot holder. I mean, I did some damage. I just went in, and because I went at a good hour, right when the store opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I also got a really fantastic Apple gift card. Oh, oh that's nice. Now, being the selfless kind of person I am sometimes, I naturally thought, my daughter, my daughter probably needs this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because she's going to graduate school and I, I, you know, I I got her on the phone. I said, listen, you know, I know you need that special program for your computer. I got an Apple gift card. And then she reminded me I'd already given her an Apple gift card (laughs) for Christmas. Oh, well, you can never have too many. So I know I'm going in and buying something nice for myself with the gift card. (laughs) Okay. So there. Maybe they have end tables at Apple now. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what software you could actually load on and execute. Um, no, I don't want any software. You're okay. Right. So what are you going to buy? I mean, um, a t-shirt well, maybe? Do they have t-shirts? They have some cell phone covers you might <laughs> yeah. like. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to spend it all on myself. I figure. Oh, then I have an, okay, Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. That's a good gift card. But that's that's hard because I went to the site. There are literally thousands of things you can buy. Yeah. <laughs> just the first time you've noticed. Yes, they do. They sell everything. But isn't that good? Not just books, Sheila. Where do you start? Well, then I thought I have no books. I mean, I. <laughs> but you can buy shoes, Sheila, at Amazon. Yeah. I, I think what I'll do is just buy a nice collection of books. Really. A starter set. Yeah, I think you know. Okay. Um, and, um, so that's that. Then also, uh, Nordstrom gift card, always appreciated. Yes. <laughs> you I did mean, get a lot of gift cards. Now, do you have to write thank you notes for all these gift cards or? I, I certainly do. Um, okay. Then I got a gift card for a nice gourmet food shop in my neighborhood. I've eaten there five times already. <laughs> People must be putting some hefty amounts on these gift cards, too, yes, if you can they, go they back multiple not, times. They did not skimp on the gift card. They did not. Um, I have a nice Macy's gift card. Again, hard to know what to buy at Macy's. Uh, Underwear. Underwear's good. Well, that's what I was thinking, Leanne. Yeah. <laughs> Underwear and stockings and stuff like that. It's good Great one. minds think alike. So, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I just, what I do is I just quickly take the gift cards out of their envelopes, put them right into my wallet, and I just drive around all day looking for places to shop. <laughs> Sheila, I think you may enjoy the gift cards more than any other teacher out there. I, I, I think love. the parents would be so happy to know how much enjoyment. Uh, it's, sort of, it's sort of a gift card lifestyle you've created for yourself. I mean, it's, it's almost twice. I mean, it's so much more enjoyable when you have a gift card. It really is. <laughs> That's true. Yes, you're right. The experience, the retail or food and beverage experience is much more fun when it's free. Right. Oh, because the gift, card, right, the gift card is there's no way that you can, like, bank that. You can't save it even if right. you wanted to. So, right. That's, you that's right. really have to spend it. And that is something you enjoy doing. Right, Sheila? So. Oh, by the way, Pottery Barn. I got a Pottery <laughs> Barn gift card. Oh. Okay. Good. Um, so- I bought yesterday. I spent that. I went in. Boom! Fifteen minutes. 
I got two antique door stops. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was just—I was just saying to Liz that really what Sheila needs is a couple of door stops. I mean, things would really turn around for her. If she had- I would never buy them on my own, but I had the gift card, mm-hmm. and they were in the clear in the clearance section. I mean, again, Pottery Barn has a thousand items. How many candles do you really need? No. You needed you needed some door stops to keep the left door open the way you like it for that cross ventilation. Leon, I'm just sprucing this place up, so I'm very happy, uh, feeling good. Uh, now, uh, you know, I really I was getting very excited about starting on my 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 diet, my pot, mm-hmm. my regimen that I was gonna I was gonna do um, a cleanse, ladies. I know that's a dirty word, but sort of like a Gwyneth Paltrow uh, cleanse. Well, it was a cleanse that I heard about through the parents. Uh, it's a 21-day cleanse, but you can eat food. You, basically, you you drink a green drink in the morning and in the afternoon, and then you eat a light vegan dinner. <laughs> nice Starbucks ham and cheese <laughs> <laughs> at the end I mean, of the day on have, your cleanse. Have you seen the cake lollipops they have now? Yes, I have. Because they have, they have the giant poster up in all the Starbucks stores of the cake oh, lollipops. incredible. Anyway, so I bought, I bought the blender, by the way, not with a gift card, but I did buy the blender on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, in preparation for the cleanse? Right. Oh. And I sort of cleaned out my cupboards and got everything. You know, I sort of did a whole purging um, thing at, at home. Because that's what Gwyneth would do. She would. <laughs> yes. But then, you know, lately, I mean, with the reports of the uh, the deadly cucumber um, and... and, and what, up- the, the E. coli in Europe, you mean? Yes, the E. coli well, see, Sheila, Sheila, here's the update. It's not the cucumber. You know, the poor jupe German cucumber farmers that had to trash all their cucumbers because the German government rushed to a conclusion... They thought the E. coli bacteria was coming from German cucumbers, and no, it wasn't. It's, what was it's, it? It's bean sprouts, which I have always hated. So I, th- <laughs> right. that it bean sprouts is okay. the source of E. Co- of the E. Oh, coli. Oh wow, that's good to know. Oh, that's but that's bad because that means that I have to start the cleanse. <laughs> um. Cleanse is a green drink. The, the problem, the main problem, I can do it, is that the cleanse calls for no coffee at all. Ooh, yeah. right, yeah. Okay, I'm out. Okay. I know, Julie. I mean, seriously, right? I mean. Well, what would happen if you just had a little coffee? Do you think you still could? I think, I, I think you'd be fine. <laughs> I think I'd be fine, but I don't want just a little coffee. Does anyone on this line today just ever settle for a a little coffee? No, that's exactly no. my problem now that I'm trying to, like, eat less acid foods and drink less acid stuff. I'm supposed to cut down on the coffee. Well, I'm supposed to eliminate coffee. Uh, and so I bought the low-acid coffee to see if that tastes any good, which it does not. But <laughs> it. Uh, but at least in the morning, the couple of cups of coffee I have before I leave for work is low-acid coffee. But then as soon as I get to work, I have a couple of more cups of, like, full-acid coffee. Oh, really, Liz? So that's, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure I could do the the cleanse. Now I have to just, I have to start doing it. And, you know, and and I think I can now that I'm on vacation. I I just feel like I'm ready. Uh, Once you finish eating through all your gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's right, Liz. I do want to use those gift cards up. And, um, but otherwise, I'm pretty, you know, I'm feeling good about the summer. I really needed a, um, a rest. And, um, and now I have it. So that's all really that's the news good, I Sheila. have to share. Yeah. Well, she, well Sheila, that's so good to hear from you. But I, Sheila, I feel like I have been channeling you um, all this past week or past 10 days because, as you know, the NBA Finals is going on. And uh, it's the Dallas Mavericks against the Miami Heat. Right. And I feel, I feel like Sheila because I am not a basketball fan. I don't really like I, – so I've been to a couple of Mavericks games – but I don't really follow follow the sport at all. But now right. Dallas is doing so well in the finals. I have jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, good, Julie. I like your style. That's my style. Just jump in at the last minute. Well, here's here's my here's my question for you, Sheila. So, I really only know uh, on the Mavericks team. I really only know one player, Dirk. Okay, knew it's. Uh, <laughs> so, is that when you're following a, um, a sports team? How many players do you usually uh, know their names? Just are? one. You just, just one. have to know okay. one. You have okay. to know a lot about him, his family, his his hairstyle, what he does at home. Just just pretend like you you know all about him. Just like I've been him. with Dirk for a long time. Yes. Okay. Focus that, on that one player. You will impress people with your facts that you know. Okay. Okay, Sheila. So and and for the opposing team for the Miami Heat again. Really, only know one player, LeBron James. But you really so only have to have one enemy. Isn't that pretty much it on the other team? Or yeah, I mean, I, you just, I, yeah, you refer to him as LeBron. Okay, that's it. And you, and I, you I act, think that's how people refer to him. <laughs> you act like you know what you're talking about, Julie. That's fine. Okay, so Sheila, here's another thing on my checklist that made me think that I have, in fact, become Sheila Dolan because the other key to my rooting for the Mavericks is. I'm not actually watching the basketball games. So because they come on just about the same time that the Real Housewives of New York City, the oh. Moroccan, uh, Moroccan event. Oh, you don't, even, you don't even need to add. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> you watch the Housewives and you, you, you get the Yahoo.com the next day and get the, get the game stats, Julie. Okay. Okay. And then, and then Sheila, again, I feel that as I sit down to start to watch the game, I have a need, need for snacks. And so I, I go to my go-to snack, which is the Weight Watchers giant fudge pop. And that is my, <laughs> evening, that is my evening snack. So have I not become Sheila Dolan? You have. You, you've totally channeled me. I'm proud of you, Julie. Okay. This All is right, impressive. But- I'm sorry there are only, you know, one or two more games left because you are you are on a roll, Joel. That's right. Good. So I, I don't see any. I mean, they're doing so well without me. Like, I, I feel like it, it might be bad luck if, if I start. You don't have actually- to watch every game at all. No. <laughs> we, we know your loyalty. You yes. have crunch yes. pop. You sit. You watch. You Read Yahoo and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Hang on a second, Julie. I think we might have lost a couple of sisters. Uh, Sheila, are you still there? No. Leon, no. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. We're just going to keep talking and I am going to add callers. Haven't we done this once before? I think so, Liz. You're at Let's the TOC. See. I'm at TOC. <laughs> Let's see what, what we can do here. Okay, now we're back. We are the the Satellite Sister. Sheila, are you there? 
I am here, guys. Okay, Sheila, Julie, you're there? I'm here, too. Leah, you're there? I'll check. Okay. Still here. <laughs> All right, and this is Liz at the Technical Operations Center, Satellite Sisters HQ. A little glitch in the middle of the show, but we are just moving on, people. So, Leanne. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I'm sure everybody read that um, all of many, many thousands and thousands of Sarah Palin's work emails were released this week. And just think if people released our work emails. I mean, just don't you think, like, I don't care who it is. It's just terrible to have your work emails released to the public. To the public. I, I know. All those typos. Think about how many misspelled yeah. typos, you know, and just stupid emails you send all day. I know. Or just, right, like the third or fourth email in a chain where you're like, super, awesome, you know, <laughs> what are you having for dinner tonight? I mean, it just devolves. So, but it was, I was just thinking, like, if they release the Satellite Sisters work email, should there be, you know, a public outcry for that at some point? Uh, I, I figure our emails break down into about three categories, okay? The, the bulk of our emails, mm-hmm. particularly during the heat of that radio production. Uh, I think the, the largest portion of emails basically were about what time is the production meeting? And then <laughs> there were just chains of responses. Is that Eastern time? Is that Pacific time? If Julie is in London, what time is it in Los Angeles? <laughs> There's at least 15,000 pages of transcripts they are in. Exactly. Yes. Okay, the second largest category is what are you wearing? Okay, that would be another large category of emails because whenever we had a public appearance, we had to coordinate our outfits like toddlers so that we did not either show up in the same thing or if we were supposed to show up in the same thing, we showed up in the same thing. And then the third largest category of emails is the don't tell Liz, but I forgot what time the meeting is. <laughs> really? There was a lot of back-channel communication about that? <laughs> so that would be mainly between me, Sheila, Monica, and Julie. Liz, those emails, like, yes. oh, my God, I forgot. Yes. What time is the meeting? Don't tell Liz, but Don't I forgot X, Y, Z. I think they should go ahead and release this like the Jersey mail. I think it would be very entertaining. I, th- I think I might file uh, personally the Freedom of Information Act uh, request for that, <laughs> <laughs> just so I can examine Category Three to see who was uh, who were, were the main. Um, you know, culprits. People, the culprits. I, I, I would add a fourth category, Lee, and there were a lot of Sheila. Are you there? <laughs> oh, that's that's true. True. Well, yes. <laughs> Just just like this morning, we had a whole series of exchanges on that. <laughs> we had the combination of the texting, the calling your cell phone, and the emailing. So in the I sheet- am, and then I finally typed back, I am here, H-E-R. <laughs> I am her. You know, I, I've been on a tear for a while here. This is Lynn. And I was on a work tear with the book coming out and writing the TV show and still doing the Chaos Chronicles, the blog and the podcast. I have to say, I have been in, like, supreme work mode for, like, almost a full year, but definitely seven months, just working all day, out all night promoting the, bo- the book, like, five nights a week. So. I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I was done, done with all the public appearances. And that was just about, uh, yeah, that was just about two or three weeks ago. So I was actually finding that I was having a hard time decompressing. You know, when that happens, when you've been so busy for so long, you sort of forget how to do nothing. Mm-hmm. 
Does that, forget, does that yes. sound familiar? Oh, no, yeah, I, never yeah. forget. I never forget how to you do never, that. I, you're a role model, really, to me, Sheila, that you always manage to decompress successfully and quickly. But so I, I thought, you know what, I really, I was trying to start a new book or another project, but I just felt like I couldn't do it because and then I realized I actually need some time off. I actually need to do nothing for a couple of weeks and just re-energize myself. That's what creative people say, right, Liz? Yes, re-energize yes. myself. Mm-hmm. Magazines, Leanne. That's yes. exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. And then um, now I realize I, I, I'm I so decompressed, I don't think I'll ever compress again. Now I'm worried I cannot <laughs> ramp up enough. I mean, I am sort of slowly putting the pieces together for the plot outline for the second book and a few other things, but I'm like, I have to compress some more. This is yeah, way yeah. to decompress. Like, the I've had, had, yeah, I've book. had that experience. It's like, if you're doing a hundred things a day, doing a hundred and ten things a day is not that hard. Right. But if you're doing zero things a day. Doing one thing <laughs> is unbelievably hard. It could take you weeks to do one thing once you've gotten down to zero. That's exactly. Liz, it took me like 10 days to pick up the phone and call the kids' doctors and make their summer appointments. Like every day I go, okay, I'm going to do that today. And then the next thing I know, I'd be sitting on the couch watching Cake Boss. And I'm like, what am I doing? You cannot watch Cake well, Boss. I, I think your body was telling you, Leanne, that you needed Cake Boss. Maybe that's <laughs> it. Maybe that's it. So it, it is true. I mean, I did need to decompress, but I was like, okay, now I could be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more focused. Well, so you, know, you should just, you should um, invite a lot of people over for a party or do something like that. So you have a target, Leanne, and you can start making more flowered ice cubes. So I think if you get going domestically, then you'll be able to go uh, get going artistically. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, Julie, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sheila, do you have a nice suggestion? Well, I don't know. Did you talk about the uh, the party that you recently uh, hosted at school? <laughs> I Did talked you... about it a lot on the Chaos Chronicles, the graduation. Okay, because I heard through the grapevine that you killed at that party. <laughs> Thank I mean, you very much. I mean, it doesn't sound like you had decompressed at all, Leanne. <laughs> I know. I guess you're right. I mean, my method of decompressing is different than others. But this yeah, really is relative. It's all yeah. relative, Leanne. This really is work-wise. Like, I need, I need to get going. I, I need to get refocused a little bit. I've had my couple weeks off. I've, you know, I've watched, uh, well, Army Wives, the season ender is this week. So after that, I'm pretty much free and clear in terms of television. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to make a suggestion. Yeah. I think you need to get out of the house and work at Pete's. Or work somewhere else for a little while. Sheila has a gift card she can hook you up with. <laughs> I do. I have a gift card. That will get you dressed. Think about that, Leanne. That's, that's something. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's right. free internet access for an hour, and it's really good people watching. It's it, You get your stuff done over there, Leanne. Just a suggestion. I'm putting that on my list. Pete's. Okay. <laughs> Lee and I have a suggestion that is quasi-professional, but but extremely fun. Yesterday, I finally, with a bunch of friends, I went to see Bridesmaids. Have you seen that movie yet? I haven't, and I know I need to. Okay. Please, what did you think? What did you I loved that movie, Julie, so much more than I expected to. Because, you know, when they describe something as a raunchy comedy, uh-huh. I don't actually like raunchy stuff. And so I was just expecting it to be raunchier. I I thought it was like really funny, unbelievably sweet. 
Uh, those friends, you could tell they were real friends. Those were real people. Kristen Wiig and Maya. I mean, they, the casting was fantastic. And the world's cutest boyfriend thrown in. Oh, he yes. Was, he so was fantastic. Sweet. He made that movie, too. I loved I started to cry three different times in that movie. It was, yes. No, it's very, I, I found it. it like, well, it, it's much more of a story than you think it's going to be. That's right. what surprised me. I thought it was just going to be. Hangover right. two with girls. That's uh, what that, I thought too, Julie. I, and I thought it was all going to be, um, set, you know, set in Las Vegas and just you know two hours of brunch. It is not. It's a real story. Yes. But that's what's and with a very cute boyfriend, Sheila. You have to go see this movie. I'm going to go. To, well, I'm on vacation. I didn't get a gift card to the AMC, but I guess I can. I can shell out twelve bucks. But Leon, as a comedy writer, I think yeah. I think you would find Bridesmaids extremely inspirational and a, a way to sort of recompress. Okay. Because you look at Kristen Wiig, she you know not only stars in the movie but wrote it. Right. And it's just like there were so many elements that I loved, and of course it's spoofing all of the wedding traditions and shower traditions, and there's just a lot of good comedy around that. Uh, it's it's pretty easy to spoof. But and it's I, a lot like Saturday Night Live, Liz, don't you think, where when you think about the movie, you replay some of the scenes, and it makes you laugh. After, when you, after yes. the, I saw it several weeks ago, and I'm still, like, I can still think about several scenes, and, you know, it makes me chuckle. Right. I mean, the, the friend I saw it with, it was for her birthday, and she had already seen it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, you really want to see this movie a third time? She's like, yes, I do. I was like, I would never want to see a movie again. Once I've seen it once, I'm done. She's like, I think you might feel differently about this movie. She's like, this is what actually kind of Satellite Sisters, the movie. And uh, it, it's all about the sisterhood in this thing. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I would, I would recommend that as summer entertainment, Leanne. Okay, that's you good. Because I have that. That is one trick I've been using, Liz. Like I started reading a lot more books and, right, sort of just re-energizing sure. myself that way. Maybe, but, Sheila, maybe you and I can go this way. Week. I, Leanne, I know that you are often motivated by professional jealousy. Yes. And uh, that's why I think this would be, I think, I think this would be good for you because you're going to take one look at like the writers, the everybody that put this whole thing together and you'll be so jealous. You will, you will, you will be back on track before you know it. I, yeah, I was actually at an event the other day, a salon. I was at a literary salon oh, um, la la. with one of the producers of Bridesmaids. So uh, I felt guilty that I haven't seen it. So, oh, you know who else was there? Remember Phil Rosenthal? Oh, yes. Um, who wrote Everybody Love Raymond? Okay, this is a funny story. Uh, he was so, a guest on Satellite Sisters. Yes, and um, and now he has that movie, that documentary out called Exporting Raymond about taking Raymond to Russia. Um, so he oh, came and did a, a reading at this all-women's group, Women Who Write, here in Los Angeles. And so I went up afterwards and introduced myself to him. And I, you know, I was pretty sure we had that big connection, you know, on Satellite Sisters. You guys... <laughs> He did not remember us at all. One, like, couldn't even jog his memory. Like, radio show, Four Sisters, one in Russia. You talked about eating borscht at, at nothing. Nothing. We Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Wow, that's so, a heartbreaker. I felt like we had a bond with him, too, Leah. I thought we did. I really I really thought we did. I thought we had a special. Because remember, special... it was during the writer's strike, so those guys had nothing to do. And we got a lot of good writers on Satellite Sisters during the writer's strike. Yes. Yes. So I. So there you have it. I'm sorry. I hate to bring that up, but that was uh, no zero memory of us. 
whatsoever. Damn. <laughs> okay. Okay, we are pulling that show out of our archive. <laughs> Um, one last question I want to throw out to the sisters, and I'm going to put this on the blog, too, because I saw this story in the paper the other day, and I thought, who in their right mind would actually want to use this thing? It is uh, a new installation in the fitting rooms at the American Rag Store in Hollywood. So you go in, you take your clothes, you go into your fitting room, and they now have what they're calling an ass cam. So that when you when you put on your jeans, you can with the ass cam, you can see what your butt looks like in the jeans. Oh, and, right, right. Oh, like isn't the well, whole who else can see the ass cam? That's what I want. <laughs> well, but they can always see your ass. I guess that's the point, right? <laughs> Is that you're supposed to care what your butt looks like in the jeans? But I, the last thing in the world I would ever want to see is. What my butt actually looks like in jeans. I, right. I think that's, that's why it's behind. That's why it's called your behind. Oh, because yeah. it is behind you, and you never need to look at it. But don't you turn around in the mirror to check your butt in, in, in when we try on jeans? I, I think Sheila wants an ass cam. You want one, right? <laughs> Sheila, do you? No, I don't. I will admit that. I just don't. As long as it gets up over my butt, I'm satisfied. <laughs> That's, I'm really, I can, I can feel if it is like gotten over and, uh, I can zip it up. I do not need to like get any closer a view of that. Uh, but apparently it's, um, you know, it projects an image onto a screen that's embedded in the mirror. So you can just look at yourself, you know, you're looking at your front and you get the butt view. Uh, so that's going to increase or decrease sales. No, right. Uh, I think it will decrease sales. Yes, I would think it would. Yeah. Uh, the woman, the buyer in the store, whose name is Jennifer Althaus, she said, I haven't seen anyone come out sobbing, but some were definitely <laughs> devastated because some jeans don't look great on some butts. Yeah, no kidding, Jennifer. <laughs> or, some, or some butts. Some butts do not look good in any jeans. So it's more that for me. Anyway, so, so Sheila, you would definitely look at the butt cam? I think she has left. Oh, we lost Sheila. Okay. <laughs> Leon, Leon Buttcam, you in or no, out? No. No. Negative. No. I'm with you. I sort of glance over my shoulder. That's all I need. A cursory yeah. glance. Okay. Jewel- oh, I, I'm going to have to look at the Buttcam, Liz. I, I really am. I mean, if it's there, I mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. No, I think it's uh, good for you if you want to look at your butt in jeans. I have. It's not. I'm not judging. The people. I want to look. It's if it, the device is there, it's going to be hard to avert your eyes, right? I mean. Oh, I would find it very easy to avert my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, or, or I think Liam's right. That I would just stop going to that store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like I do not enjoy going to retail stores where they don't have mirrors in the fitting room, where you right. have to walk out in public oh, and look at yeah. yourself and stuff. That really bugs me. I really try to avoid stores like that. Yeah. So uh, the, the ass cam, butt cam, whatever you want to call it, in the American Rag Store in Hollywood, not that I would ever go there anyway, but right. uh, it's <laughs> definitely off my list. But I'm going to put this on the blog at SatelliteSisters.com. Uh, come on, sisters, I would like everyone to weigh in on uh, just go to the blog if you're listening to the show and let us know, would you make use of the, uh, of the ass cam to, just so you could really see how that jeans looked on you from the back. Uh, <laughs> Such a fitting ending to the show. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Good, good tip, Leah. And you, you. Had, you had a lot of good stuff on Chaos Chronicles this week. All of the photo, the party Sheila referred to oh, yes. earlier, uh, is no, covered no. extensively photographically on Leanne's blog, Chaos Chronicles. On the blog, I did uh, 10 things to like this week. So there's all sorts of product and entertainment and recipe recommendations at Chaos Chronicles. I was very busy at Chaos Chronicles. See, I'm not... yeah, I, I think I know. I, I just, I, I felt I was working on so many things simultaneously for such a long time that just working on one thing seems like not enough. That's what it is. It's all me. It's all well, wrong. You better start writing that textbook. People want to read it, man. You know I know. That. I know. I know, Jill. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so there you have it. We're going to piece this show together. So if Good you're, luck, Liz. If you're Good listening luck. to it now, it means some <laughs> editing magic has actually happened. Uh, if you don't, if you never hear the show, it will be because the editing magic did not happen. <laughs> because we were not really that good with the editing magic. But uh, but I'll just I'll just hunt down Sarah Sweeney, our webmaster in New York, and see what we can put together out of everything we just recorded here this weekend. Okay, sisters, have a good week. All right, All right thanks, Liz. And don't, okay. for, don't forget, call your satellite system.